0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Bear Blitz podcast. Who is excited? Man, I'm so excited. Tomorrow night, it's game time. Noble and Blanchard are going to kick off in Noble Stadium at 8 p.m. And I couldn't be any happier. I'm ready to kick COVID and kick footballs. Um, It's going to be awesome. Senior night, 7.20 Senior night at 7.20 p.m. And um, the student section, they're going to be laying out the lions. Wear your beach wear. uh, Beach wear in the student section. And uh, it's just going to be a blast. So looking forward to it like crazy. Um, But anyways, um, COVID guidelines... You have to have a mask to get into the game, guys. Uh, bring your mask, wear your mask. Uh, if you like them or you don't, a lot of us don't. Some of them think, you know, whatever. However you feel about them, bring them and wear your mask. Jessica just walked in with a new mask on. Wow, it's a awesome customized mask.
1: Bearlit special.
0: Are you in this podcast? Or are you just uh, just dropping in,
1: in to say hello?
0: Okay, thanks for running the podcast. All right, go Bears. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, she's been making some cool masks for us. But, yeah, so wear your mask, um, social distance. Um, do you, we know the drill by now. Do all that stuff. Don't be in anyone's face, you know. Uh, just keep your distance so we can keep playing football. Um, and you better enjoy the game because there's lots of games getting canceled uh, each week. The crosstown clash between Norman High and Norman North that was supposed to happen tonight was canceled. There was 42 positive cases at Norman High. And also the Mustang versus UConn game that was supposed to happen tomorrow night was pushed to Saturday because they were had to fulfill their total amount of days that they were in quarantine due to a scrimmage on August 21st where someone had uh, the COVID. So... Anyways, as of this morning, there was 15 total games that had been canceled, or you know, or or that they're trying to reschedule with other opponents as of this morning for, for this weekend. But a um, couple other notes just for the the, the virus stuff. Um, there's going to be no band or cheer or palm uh, coming to Noble for the Midwest City game next week. So Midwest City's just bringing their football team. So maybe that'll work into Noble's favor, hopefully. But uh, whatever help we can get for that game will be awesome. You know, 6A school, it's going to be tough. But also the Lawton Mac and Piedmont away games, you're, you're going to have to purchase tickets to go to those games, pre-sold tickets. They're not going to sell tickets at the gate. So uh, when those games get closer, I think they're going to send us like a, a link or there'll be some kind of web link available where you can purchase tickets, so uh, just keep that in mind once we get closer. That Piedmont game is week three, so it'll be like uh, a couple weeks away, but enough of COVID. I'm not talking about it anymore in this podcast, and hopefully not a lot of other ones, so we'll do our thing, we'll wear a mask, we'll go to our games, and we'll have a nice uh, 10-game, hopefully 11, 12-game schedule. And we won't have to worry about it as we move forward. And it will become a distant memory for all of us. But some positives. We are playing football tomorrow. As of right now, we're going to kick off tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Also, keep in mind, next year we'll probably play Blanchard in Blanchard. And they have a brand new stadium. So that will be a fun trip to see their new stadium next year. Um, as far as the game, uh, it's a home, home, home opener for Noble. Uh, Noble has won seven home openers in a row, last lost in 2012. However, Coach George has won 10 of the last 11 home openers, his only loss in an opener coming against Noble in 2013. Uh, if you remember, Noble played the Battle for Highway 9 rivalry from 2008 to 2015, and Coach George was 6-2 and two as a coach in that rivalry. Um, two wins with Noble and four wins with the Savages. But uh, some other game notes. Colin Thomas, who looked like he was going to be the starting running back for the Bears, he was number nine. He's going to be out this week. Um, he had an injury. And it looks like Tavian Givens, uh, junior, number 25, is going to get that start at running back. And so far, that's the only really injuries I've heard of this so far this season. But, man, last season at this time, I think there was already like two players that were out for the for the rest of the season. So, we've been pretty good on injuries till I heard about that one yesterday, which was kind of a bummer. But um, we will move forward that's football, there's injuries, but looking at the series with Blanchard, Noble and Blanchard hasn't they haven't, you know, met a whole lot cuz Noble or uh, Noble's always been a, like a class or two higher than Blanchard. Blanchard's now 4A, Noble's 5A. They last played in 1981, and uh, Noble got the win 14-0 over Blanchard. But um, you looking at the coaches, uh, Blanchard is a longtime coach, Jeff Craig, Blanchard's head coach from 2007 to the present. In those 13 years, he has compiled a record of 97-53. and Uh, Noble head coach, on the other hand, Greg George, has now been with the Bears since 2014. He has compiled a record of 40-25. and Just playing the percentages on that uh, of the two head coaches, Coach George has the edge winning 62% of his games versus Coach Craig's 54% of his games won since he's been at Blanchard. So uh, it's a noble win there. Rosters, Blanchard edged the Bears by one player. There is uh, 44 uh, sophomore juniors and seniors on Blanchard's roster and 43 players on Noble's roster. Uh, Number of seniors per team, Noble has 12, although they only had seven uh, coming out of last year. And so that's kind of worrisome. We would like to have more, um, but at least we do have 12. Blanchard is playing with 18 seniors. So – it will be fun to see tomorrow night. Just you know, what Noble can do with all these young players they have. Um, returning starters for Blanchard. Blanchard has nine starters on defense and nine starters on offense. Returning. Um, Noble doesn't have a ton, uh, a ton of starters. Just put it that way. You know, they just don't. But lots of young guys, and they'll have to step up and make plays this year, particularly along the line at receiver. And, uh, of course, we're working a new quarterback in Chile, first year at quarterback. Um, he's You know, he's athletic, but uh, it is his first year throwing the ball around the yard. But uh, young guys also at running back, uh, particularly with Colin Thomas uh, out to start the season, uh, you're just going to have to see some of these other guys um, step up. But I'd say the back end of our defense, you know, linebackers, safeties, that's probably noble strength going into the year. So, you know, hopefully some a lot of these teams will play to our strengths. But um, let's see. I got a list today, which is kind of a a first. I got some uh, projected starters for the Bears, and I am just going to read those off. Let's see here. Where we got it? But it's pretty cool. I got uh, Blanchard's lineup and everything, and then I also got – One for Noble for their starters and everything. But it will be, of course, Chili Lorenz, uh, starting quarterback. And these are projected starters. Running back will be Tavian Givens, number 25. Um, The X receiver will be number three, Trevor Wardrop. He's a junior. The Y receiver will be number five, Gabe Hudson. He's a senior. The Z receiver will be number 11, LT Taylor. He's a sophomore. And the H receiver will be number 1, Brandon Harper, and he is a sophomore. At left guard, you have number 57, Isaac Gifford. And uh, right guards, number 60, Noah Standridge. Um, right tackle, uh, number 55, Austin Tiener. And then center, Caden Reed, number 70. And Braden McDonald with the uh, left guard there. So, um, You know, a lot of some some new names along the line there, but definitely a lot of young playmakers uh, at the receiver positions. As far as defense goes, um, linebacker, number 56, uh, Sean Gillespie, Sparky. Free safety, number two, Trevor Chili Lorenz. Uh, Safety, number seven, Caden Dominey. Defensive end, number 57, Isaac Gifford. Uh, Corner is uh, LT Taylor and... Outside linebacker number eighty-seven, Seth Wall. He's a senior, and um, linebacker number five, Gabe Hudson, and linebacker number twenty-one, Bryson Crawley, and de- another the other on the other defensive end is Luke Conley, and the other corner is Brandon Harper. So um, definitely a few guys going both ways. So it'll be vital that you know we do have some depth there that can. Step in when they were needing a breather, uh, especially against some of these really good teams, uh, especially, you know, El Reno, if they play faster. um, Piedmont may not be an issue because they're going to sit on the clock all night like they did last year because that's just kind of what they do. But, uh, man, I'm just getting so excited for this season and hopefully we can, uh, you know, get it going and not stop. But checking out the rankings um, the preseason VIPE rankings, and these rankings were put out, you know, back in early July. Uh, Blanchard was number five, and Noble was number six in the preseason rankings. If you look at the Oklahoman rankings, uh, Blanchard is number eight in 4A, and Noble came in at 16th in 5A, and 16th is definitely their lowest ranking. Uh, The Squirtle rankings, and I put the Squirtle rankings as maybe throughout my, you know, years of really following high school football, which has been quite a while, well, since Squirtle's been around, it seems like the Squirtle rankings are always, uh, to me, the most accurate, if there's such a thing, on just somebody's rankings, but Noble was number nine for week one, and Blanchard is number five. Uh, Blanchard rose one spot and Noble fell one spot in the second rankings that were just released uh, this week. So in the preseason ranking, rankings, Noble was eight. But they dropped to nine. I'm not sure why. But um, Blanchard rose a spot because um, I believe it was Bethany that had a loss. And which and they were ranked just one spot ahead of Blanchard. So, um the rankings don't mean a whole lot in high school. They don't really mean anything. It's you know it's the it's the the district games you win, but they're always fun to watch. And I don't know if Nobles ever been ranked number one in any ranking in five A. We've been we were in the top five, uh, you know, for three or four weeks last year, which was pretty cool. But that'd be cool if we ever ranked you know number one. But with Carl Albert in our class, good luck for a while. But uh, players to watch for Blanchard. Senior, number 42, Logan McKay. He's 5'11", 210 pounds, and he is an all-Vite preseason 4A inside linebacker for for Blanchard. Um, he's also starting at tight end on offense, and uh, that's the only player they had mentioned in the Vite magazine as far as you know as being an all-Vite player. But also a senior quarterback, number 11, Colby Lankford. He's pretty tall, 6'1", 165 pounds, um, and he is not listed on the defensive too deep. So he's just going to be uh, – looks like he's going to go one way on offense and be the quarterback. And then you also have senior wide receiver number 15, Tyler Blackburn. He's a big kid, 6'2", 180 pounds, and he is uh, free safety on defense. So, uh, you know, watch number 15 for, you know, the skill positions, uh, safety and receiver, and number 42 will be a big linebacker. You're going to just – we're going to have to figure out how to block and run by, but um, a couple players that I chose uh, as for the noble watch for this game, and it's kind of a first game, and I don't know that much about Blanchard, and kind of what they like to do. I know they like to throw the ball around a lot, but the two players I chose for this game, uh, just the players to watch, is a junior quarterback number two. Uh, 6 to 185 pounds. At Chili Lorenz. Um, he's the he's going to be the starting quarterback. Uh, no ifs ands or buts. He's starting. Um, so it's his team now, and you know it. It looks looks to be the leader on offense, and possible the team leader. Um, if he has a good game and a good start to the season, basically as he goes, the team will go. So it's important and vital to start off on the right foot um, in this. First game, you know, first as a starter here. Because if, if he's flowing, that offense is, is going to be flowing. Um, and my second player to watch, a senior, number 56, 5'10", 215 pounds, Sean Sparky Gillespie. Um, and for all the same reasons as Chili, really, he, he's going to be the leader on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and I, I hope he takes a bigger leadership role in this year, you know, as a, you know, as the team as a whole too, the team needs the few seniors it has, you know, to really step up and basically say, "All right, fellas, climb aboard, let's do this thing, and go win some football games." Someone needs to be the the voice in the huddle. You know, the Hunter Largent, the Danny Arevilo. Um So I I'm not sure, you know, if that'll be chilly. You know, who who is it gonna be? But they definitely are gonna need some leadership on this team. Looking at Keys to a noble win: uh, turnovers. Don't turn the ball over, and you should win. Uh, noble was really good about winning the turnover battle last season, which led to winning a ton of games. Um, Chile protecting the ball in scrambles or in the pass. Also, the defense hustling to loose balls and jumping on dropped ball after the hammer goes and lays out a lion and jars the ball loose. If you don't know who the hammer is, that's Gabe Hudson. And he is gonna knock some people out. He is he has always had huge hits and every game he's practically played and hopefully he stays in there and has a healthy season and makes huge hits all season long because I can guarantee you he's gonna hit somebody, if not tomorrow, in the coming weeks, he's gonna hit somebody and they're gonna drop the ball. And those guys have got to be aware on defense and plan to the whistle and you know and and not you know, fo- you know, looking for the next play or whatever. You gotta stay aware and watch for the loose balls on the field and jump on them. Uh, we had a few crucial ones at El Reno last year. Uh, there are by the El Reno sideline, I believe it was. Uh, I can't remember now who it was, but they went and punched the ball out, and we got that. We got the that scoop, and also in 2018. Uh, and I don't remember which bear player did this, but they got the sack of Dorian Plumley. The ball came out and he scooped it and he scored. It was awesome. But we did go on to, to lose that game. But, um, those turnovers are vital. And of course you had the, the big turnover last year at El Reno with, uh, Gavin Yeager getting that pick six was awesome. And, uh, you know, Chile and all his pick six last year at Lawton Mac and, uh, uh, kickoff returns we had the kickoff return at Ada and uh, kickoff returns and a couple other games too, but the turnovers have been huge for Noble. Um, and they're, they're always huge. They can really work against here for you. So if we can win the turnover battle tomorrow, I think we can win the game. Um, you know, let's, let's score some on defense and special teams. That's what it's going to take. Um, you know, this game on paper is, more worrisome for me than I thought after looking at everything. Um, I think it's going to be the best 4A school Noble has faced since probably that Casey Thompson 2017 Newcastle team. Uh, Noble went down 14-0. to I believe at the end of the first quarter it was like 14-0, to but came back to win 35-21. Um, I think this Blanchard team is even a better team than the, the ADA team we faced last year down at ECU. And so it's it's gonna be tough uh, Blanchard doesn't spend a lot of a lot of years down you know last year they went four and six, noble was ten and two, but take that all away. It doesn't mean anything for tomorrow um looking at the the picks that the Oklahoma newspaper came out with today uh they picked Blanchard to win thirty five twenty one and before that pick came out, I had already thought in my mind. I had kind of compared it to that 2017 Newcastle game, and kind of my pick, Bear Blitz pick. I think Noble is going to win 35-21, be something like that. You know, maybe be a pretty close game all the way up to half, and then Noble find a way to pull away by a score or two um, in the second half. That's just kind of the way I see the game going. You know, we got a lot of young guys out there, a uh, lot of inexperience. Um, Blanchard's definitely experienced, but I think Noble finds a way to get it done tomorrow. Um, Tomorrow night, you know, there's just, there's too many, we got some, a lot of skilled players on that field, a lot of speed where they're very quick and that defense is going to be tough uh, with Sparky and the hammer and the dominator. uh, It's going to be tough to get through those, that linebacking core uh, for those, for those runners. And, you know, with Blanchard throwing the ball around a lot, um, I think it'll help us in our weaknesses along the defensive line. But, anyways, I think that's going to wrap it up. I'm sorry Jessica couldn't join us for longer. But uh, after this quick break, we do have a treat for you. I was able to get with Trevor Showers for a few minutes tonight, and we talked to him about uh, the good, uh, you know, a couple scrimmages he had and everything. So stay tuned uh, for that. Thank you so much. everyone i'm here with uh senior trevor showers um and trevor has man he i've just been excited for trevor in these first couple scrimmages uh, he's a senior now six foot 180 pounds uh receiver and safety and um trevor just you know how how's how, how do you think these first two scrimmages have gone for you
1: Oh, it felt amazing being able to get these catches. And I'm glad my family got to see me get those six.
0: Yeah, that was, man, that was awesome. I've always been a big fan of yours and uh, love your work ethic and, you know, what you mean, what what you've meant to this team. And um, it's just awesome to see you have a couple good scrimmages there. Um, Can you talk a little bit about some of the, Changes this year that have taken place as far as, uh, like, game days? Because I know... Uh, what is it exactly that Noble's doing on Fridays? Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, we are... Uh, actually, we are actually having virtual f- school on Fridays, which is really weird for us.
0: Yeah, because... Kids nowadays. Have you ever gone to school on Fridays in high school? Uh, Not on high schools, no. Okay, so... So like um so do you do you guys kinda do like your pre like your game walkthrough like on Thursdays now or kinda how how's that going?
1: No, we are doing our walkthroughs uh scale in the mornings on Friday at ten.
0: Oh okay. In the morning. Okay. Okay, gotcha. So you're still you can go up there for athletics even though there's virtual learning, you still get to go up there and practice. So that's cool. So it's a little bit like in years past still, I yeah. guess. That's good. Um, and can you tell us, tell us what it's like being on the sideline and, and some of these big games, you know, when it's close and it's coming down to the wire. Um, how, how have you contributed and helped your team? Cause it's just something I've, I've noticed.
1: Yeah. I helped my team by staying, staying positive and cheering them on.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, uh. It's great to see that on the sidelines, of, you know, the guys getting into it and staying engaged, engaged into the game. I know at that El Reno game last year, you were just cheering Ezra on into the end zone. <laughs> it's like, man, this is this is what really gets the team pumped up, you know. And it kind of it kind of takes the team doing something good to do that, but it also it can work the other way. The sideline can get the team cheered up, you know, uh, when maybe they they need it. But um, I just have, have noticed that about you. Um as a senior now what has been your your most favorite memory as a noble bear football player and you you have played uh all four years right
1: Yes I have uh my favorite part of games is coming out of the football helmet as a team and running out to start the game with all the fireworks going off
0: Yeah that is that is really cool that they you know, they have the fireworks, and, of course, they added the smoke last year. There's not a lot of high school players that are, are running out to something like that, so it's, it is really cool to see. It's one of my favorite parts of the, the highlight video every week. So um, is there any is there anything else, any like maybe a, a game or a certain play, and even in JV, too, you know, wh- whatever it is, is there anything that you can think of that is really comes to mind?
1: Well, since we're speaking about jv yeah then seven tackles i got on there not trying to you know brag
0: you had you had seven tackles was that in a single game yes sir okay what was that A was that this year or? um uh, it was Last season. Last season, yeah, okay, yeah, because you haven't, you guys haven't had a game yet this year, right? You starting a couple weeks for JV. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know the seventh and eighth grades are playing right now, so that's pretty neat. We're getting it going, but um, uh, what is uh, some of your plans after high school?
1: Uh, I'm planning to learn as a trade. To be in trade. Yeah. To be
0: successful as a welder. Okay, that'll be cool. Yeah, there's uh yeah. definitely a need for welding that'll always be there for sure. Uh, yeah. always good to learn a trade. I know that's what uh, you know, a lot of these older guys will tell younger guys, yeah, you can go to college, but you know, you need to learn a trade too, you know, getting to HVAC, heat and air, electrical plumbing you know welding whatever it may be so that's uh really cool to hear um uh what what is your kind of your your goal for the team this year or or a personal goal or team goal or, or whatever it might be
1: uh to be a leader and to win state and get that gold ball
0: yeah yeah i mean that's that's always up there with the with the goals, as a, you know. Every player always says that, and that should be every player's main goal, because that's why we play the games. That's why you practice hard, and that's why you know you play high school football. Because it'd be so awesome for for Noble to get that very first gold ball. Um, yeah. Let me ask you something. If you if you were tasked with having to coach a little league team in Noble. And you have to, and you have one current player that's on the on the Nobles varsity team now that is going to be your assistant coach. Who are you going to pick to be your assistant coach to coach that little league team?
1: I would have to choose Gabe Hudson. He's good with the ball, and he knows how to hype people up.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He he really hypes people up, and doesn't he doesn't have to say a lot to do it. Just by his his yeah. plays on the field, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, he's fun to watch, um, and you know he he seems like he could uh, be one of the ones to step up and and really be uh, a leader this year. So, Gabe Hudson, if you ever want to coach little league, um, showers might be calling you up. So, um, <laughs> let's see. And if you could have any football player or coach in history come and give a Pre-game speech before Noble's next playoff game. Who's it going to be? It can be any coach or player that you know of. Uh, I would have to say Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm. I'm not very smart. And remind me who <laughs> that is. I'm not. I'm not very. I guess I Ray Lewis
1: was a. Uh, I'm thinking outside linebacker for the Ravens.
0: Okay. Was he recently? I, I, I've heard the name. I just, I haven't watched the NFL much and if he was not, uh, like he a, was tired days
1: ago okay,
0: a few. <laughs> okay. Few gotcha. So he's one of the ones you watched growing up and always liked. Yeah. I'm. I'm it's starting to come back to me yeah. now. Sorry, man. I've, I've always, I've filled my brain with all this high school football and knowledge thinking back to the, uh, you know, stuff in the NFL doesn't come to me very fast anymore nowadays because, uh, I kind of left when Troy Aikman left on the NFL because I'm a Dallas Cowboys yeah. fan. So I haven't had reason to watch the NFL for a while being a Cowboys fan. But <laughs> um, what is your favorite candy bar? <laughs> uh, I would have to choose Reese's Cups. Reese's Cups. All right. So the next time you make a big play, I'm going to have a Reese's <laughs> Cup for you on the sideline. So, next All time right. you're in there, next time you're in there, I'll have a Reese's cup. Okay, so come find me after a big play. I want like a a, a big catch, an interception, and a varsity game. Has to be a varsity game because that's the games I go to. So, man, right. late in the year, you know we play Capitol Hill Southeast. So you're probably going to be in there playing. <laughs> so you you're better be party. ready. You got to make that highlight tape, man. <laughs> but i i uh i'm just really proud of you and uh you know it's going to be uh sad to see you gone next year just cuz i've uh you're one of the ones i've just always watched and you know just always been a hard worker and always there to cheer on the team uh, have you ever even been in- ineligible or anything or missed a game
1: i missed about two games my whole high school year.
0: Okay. Awesome. And
1: one of them or technically three, but one of them was because of my hand.
0: Okay. And I broke my hand. Gotcha. Well that's cool, man. It's very very good to see. Um there's no team without players like like you, like you guys and you may not see the see the varsity field every week, but man, behind the scenes it takes everyone. Are, are you uh you play a lot on the scout team also?
1: Uh yeah, I uh I was saying that uh I work my hardest on the scout team and
0: sh- sh- do
1: what I can to help the offense and the defense
0: yeah, get yeah. better. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh is there anything else you'd like to to add uh to say to the fans mm-hmm. or anything or your family or anything like that?
1: I would like to thank my parents for raising me to be a success- sex. Blah, blah, blah a successful human being and I want to also thank my brother for teaching me how to play football
0: yeah that's awesome And also huh? I
1: want to thank coaches for making me work harder and put 100% in
0: there you go man always good to give it your all in everything not just football but in life and your job and uh, your family you know good to give it, it all your 100% so Looking forward to tomorrow night and seeing your uh, senior night. It's going to come early, but it will be uh, cool to see. And uh, we look forward to seeing seeing all the seniors out there tomorrow. Well, uh, thanks, Trevor, for calling in tonight and uh, being a guest on our uh, pre game Blanchard podcast. Uh, it's week one. Are you ready for tomorrow night, man? Yes, sir. All righty. Well, we will see you out there. Thank you, Trevor. Thank you.